Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you feeling overwhelmed with lesson planning for your English language learners? Well, I've got some exciting news for you. Introducing our upcoming free webinar, Simplify Your Approach, Three Time-Saving Routines for ELL Success. Join me for a power-packed 45 minutes that's set to revolutionize your teaching strategy. In this webinar, we'll dive into three practical, easy-to-implement routines that will not only enhance your ELL teaching methods, but also save you hours of planning time. Yes, hours. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, these insights are tailored to help everyone make the most of their teaching time. Plus, you'll leave this webinar ready to implement these routines the next day. So mark your calendars for our two upcoming dates. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to transform your ELL lesson planning. To reserve your spot, simply sign up at www.equippingells.com slash routines. Trust me, your future self will thank you for it. I'll see you at the webinar. Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Boucher, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. You're listening to episode 50 of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Now you might not want to hear this word, but I'm going to say it because I want you to be prepared and I want you to prepare in a good way, a fun way, and an engaging way and not a boring test prep way. So that word is access. Access testing is right around the corner, but I don't want that to put a knot in your stomach. I'm going to talk today about five ways that you can start to prepare for access now, but doing it in engaging, fun ways, not get the boring packets out and here we go. That's not what we want. Our students already miss enough instructional work from January to March when you have to do the testing, so we do not want to add more into these months ahead as we lead into access that is going to take away from what they really need, the support that they really need. So how can you use your time that you have with them right now to prepare them, but doing it while still covering the content and the language that you need? Because in the end, that's what they're going to need is good quality teaching. I would love to see a the results of how successful test prep packets are for weeks before a test. If students really do better on that, I'm going to say no, but... I would, I'm going to look and research and see if I can find a results for that because <laughs> when our students' brains are off, they're not going to learn anything. So how can we embed this into our lessons that we're already doing over the next couple weeks? That's what we're going to talk about today. So the first way is to encourage opportunities of talking every single day. 
I hear a lot from you that talking, that the speaking section and the writing section are where your students are struggling the most and is where it's keeping a lot of your students from exiting the program. So the way to do that then is to really focus on opportunities to speak. If your students are speaking every day and that's absolutely a part of your routine and what they're expected to do, when it comes to test time, they are going to feel a lot more confident in that. So finding easy ways. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, but put a picture up as they walk in the room every day. That's their brain warm up. That's getting their mouth ready to begin speaking in English. It's helping them to work on vocabulary development, expanding sentences. All of that can easily be done with one picture, maybe a few question prompts, and they can talk to a partner, talk in a group, talk whole group, write it down. The opportunities are endless of what you could do with one picture. If you do not have pictures and you're looking for that, go and find, I'll put in the show notes, my speaking and writing cards. Those are pictures for every single day of the school year on a variety of topics. And so you can really work on those skills that, you know, a lot of our students, they might on the, when it comes to test time, might get caught up. They might freeze of developing a sentence. But if you're doing it every day, it's going to be really natural for them. They might struggle with using the right verb tense. But if you're doing it every day, you can talk about that. You can challenge them to use a stronger verb. It becomes part of their memory. It becomes part of their muscle memory. They're going to do that if they have been used to that every day. A week before test time and we start to tell them to do these things, it's not going to stick. They're not going to be ready. So... That's why I want and to encourage you to be doing these things every day, that they're talking and you're encouraging them to expand their sentences, try out a new word, add in the word because, all those types of things, those little ways that they can develop stronger communication skills that will help them for the access test. Hey teachers, I'm interrupting this episode to ask you a quick question. How different would your life be if you could confidently plan effective and engaging lessons for your yellow students in a fraction of the time? I created my membership equipping ELLs to do just that. When you join, you gain instant access to the exact resources you need, proven and prepped for you, plus a supportive private community of like-minded educators. Join us today at www.equippingells.com. Now back to the episode. The second way that you can prepare for access now is by spending time modeling expectations. Okay. So use the time that you have with them. Use the mini lessons to use a variety of verb tenses and modeling that. Go through and do think alouds as you read a text as you question and think about what you're reading. Show them the process of what is expected. On the access test, become familiar with that because there are specific areas that they tend to really hone in on. I was just recently looking, if you go to the WIDA site and you look, even if you're not in a WIDA state, you know, any of your language assessments, all of these tips are gonna help you with that. So if you don't, if you're not doing access, these tips should still help you with your state's language assessments. But go to the WIDA site and they have samples of the access testing and just check out what are you seeing happening over and over. 
you know, one area that I noticed was that they are expecting students to read and interpret charts and then make sense of it. And so this is definitely a skill that you want to highlight before the test comes because most students are not going to be familiar with how to do that, even native speakers. And so just using that, showing that maybe once a week, that style that you can say, oh yeah, my students are probably going to really struggle with this unless I explicitly show them what to do. I'm going to model what to do when I see this chart. I'm going to think out loud and show, okay, how I'm going to talk about this picture. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to apply it then with this question. Model exactly what you're thinking and then give your students opportunities to work on that, to try it out, to model to their peers, to do think pair share. Again, we're talking about it. Have them talk about it all the time. Okay. That's number two. The third one is to introduce and consistently use academic vocabulary. Again, it's about the expectations that you're setting in your classroom. If they're used to using academic language stems, then when it comes to test time, they're going to probably be likely to use that. If they've never really had to use those and you've really not hit on those at all, then when it comes to test time, they're not going to use them. It's as simple as that. So just by using those academic stems, having them up in the classroom, I encourage you to, you know, one or two a week. Don't overwhelm them with all these different stems. Think even if your students can grasp one or two that they could possibly easily use when it comes to test time, that's going to be great for you. If you have a, new, a newcomer who during the test says, in my opinion, that's going to be huge, right? So just showcase a few and then really hold them accountable to using those in conversation, in your academic conversations. I have, I'll post in the show notes, I have a free set of academic language stems that you can print, laminate, put on a student's desk, have them up for the week. Here's our academic language stem for the week that we're using. Let's do a tally mark every time somebody uses it and see how many times we can use this academic language stem this week. Make it a challenge and how, encourage them. You're going to see that they're going to start to use it. Even as simple as just by writing tallies every time you use it, they're going to start to use that academic language stem and it's going to become more natural and part of their vocabulary. Okay. The next one is to set a goal to practice speaking into the computer once a week. So this again is an area you might be working on conversation a lot in your classroom, but then come test time and all of a sudden they have to speak into a computer and it, they're just unfamiliar with how to do that. And that becomes a hindrance to them really showing how well they can speak. I know that when I had to take my bilingual certificate to get that in when I was teaching in Illinois, part of the test was a speaking test and I had to sit in front of a recorder. I was given a prompt and I was given two minutes to think about it. And then I had two minutes to talk into the recorder and just having this little recorder there. And there was two adults sitting there staring at me, but having that little device made me freeze. It was really stressful and you know, there's no reason why nobody was critiquing me right then, but it just not being familiar and practicing how to go about that, what I need to do, where do I sit, how do I speak? 
those little things can really be a hindrance to really showcasing how well your students can speak. So if you set aside a time, if you have a computer time still, or you have a station, I have some speaking access test prep speaking digital cards that they can practice speaking into. And we'll post those in the show notes as well. Because again, just once a week, if you do that, they're practicing their speaking, they're practicing forming a sentence, you know, they have a couple minutes here, form a sentence, let's expand on that sentence. And then you're giving them time to really listen and let them critique how they do and then help them to improve on that, okay? And speaking is always a great thing for them, but just help them get ready for the tech part because you don't want that to become a hindrance. And then the last way that you can prepare for Access Now is to make goal setting and results a conversation throughout the year. So let's not focus on just passing a test, hitting a certain number. I remember with my students, all of my students when I taught second grade, we'd have, we'd tell them, here's your map scores from last quarter. Let's see if we can do better than that. And it was just so removed from the purpose. You know, what does it matter to them if they get higher than this number, the number means nothing. So let's not focus on the number that they have to reach. Let's focus on the goals that they want to set for the year and how to reach those goals. Because in the end, they will exit out of the program if they are continuing to set goals and reach them that are pushing them along in their language journey. So let's switch it and make it really focused on goal setting and not just passing this test. And I know some of our older students, they really feel that, you know, that they've done this test so many times that they know that they just can't get the score for writing and it gets harder every year. And so they might feel really discouraged. They don't even want to talk about the test. (laughs) So finding ways that you can just encourage them with goal setting, personal goal setting, and making this a part of your conversation constantly with them is so important. We want to celebrate those little milestones. We want to celebrate the big milestones and we don't want them to feel like they're just about passing this test, that that's all that matters. And they, if they don't pass this test, then they are not proficient in English. They're not, you know, able to speak English. It just adds a lot of negativity to our students. The one other tip I would give is thinking about test prep. How often do we spend time having the students do these worksheets that are going to help them learn how to color in the bubbles, all these things, or help give them the skills of, you know, what they might see on the test. But then we never go over the results with them. We never have them correct their answers, see an area they might get wrong. That's a great way to do goal setting is by giving them the answer key, having them do a test prep and having them check the answer key and having them say, okay, wow, I got three of these grammar ones wrong. I need to be more alert when I'm doing grammar. They might not be able to get to that conclusion yet, but if you're sitting down and doing a conference with them and doing goal setting, you can point that out and you can help them to see those areas that they need to kind of be alert on of maybe areas that they need to slow down, reread, they get confused sometimes, give them those tips, you know, underlining the vocabulary word first that's going to help them prepare for the test. But if we do test prep and then they never even see the results, they never, we're just, it's pointless. It's a waste of time. So I'm excited to share with you that we have a brand new test prep resource because I am so against test prep resources that I wanted to give you one that is engaging and fun because I'm sorry, when our students' brains are turned off, they're not learning. 
So these access test prep resources are by, they're exactly like they are in the access on the WIDA site, very similar to that style. So they're going to get familiar with seeing a picture, listening to the directions, filling in the bubbles, those types of things that have some purpose to get used to that so that doesn't become a hindrance. But they can be done in centers independently. So there's going to be, you know, small group of students working. There's a QR code that's going to be that teacher sharing with them so that you don't have to do the test prep. They can go and do it independently at a center. They can then look at the answers, grade their own answers, and work on a self-reflection to see how they did on that area. Then that's going to help you create those goals. Maybe they did great on the reading and writing, and maybe the speaking, they can see themselves, oh, you know what? I used a pretty simple sentence. Maybe next time I can try to expand on my sentence. That's giving them ownership over not just taking this assessment, but over their learning, and that's what we want. So these stations, K through 12, are available, and we are going there. You can link them. They're in my show notes because I want your students to be prepared. I want them to showcase all that you've taught them this year, how great they have become because you have really poured into them. I want you to have that success. I want them to have that success. So these are going to be a great way for your students to stay engaged, to stay focused on the language skills that they want to develop, and to prepare for upcoming tests. You can find that in my show notes. And if you have any questions, you know where to reach me. Thanks so much for listening today. And I hope that your students do a great job, not just on the test, but just in general, that their learning continues to grow and flourish during this year. If you are feeling stressed about the access tests that are upcoming, go ahead and listen to, I'm going to post the link in the show notes as well. One of my earlier episodes of just why these are silly. (laughs) So if you want to hear my opinion on those tests, you can go and listen to that episode and hopefully it encourages you to not put so much weight on it and just continue to meet your students where they're at, show up for them each day, and they will definitely grow. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.